0: Just as a follow-up, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to take note. You're all you're all masking, which is lovely to see, of course, but most government ministers are are not now. Most MPs are not, most people on the street are not masking. Is is there any specific guidance on that going forward at, at this point? So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need him political change, but we also need to resolve to resist. Hi, so it's David Creighton here, reporting from the Ottawa Courthouse. And we're at day eight of what I'm calling the Freedom Trial. And we've got Tamara Leach and Chris Barber on trial for four ridiculous charges. This thing could have been over in a day. It should have been over in a day. We have gone eight days now. We're starting our eighth day. This is supposedly was going to be midway through the trial, which was originally 16 days. We're up to at least 20, probably longer now. And hopefully today we're going to hear from the defense. We haven't heard from them since last Friday. And we might get some cross-examination of witnesses today. But it has been a very dull week. But everything we've seen, all the videos, all the social media, texting, has provided a good glimpse of how peaceful this protest was, and how hard the organizers, as much as they were organizers, encouraged people to be nonviolent, to cooperate with the police, to not disturb residents of Ottawa, and the cleanup after themselves, all of which they did. If you were here in February 2022 and you witnessed this as I did, you can say that this was a peaceful protest and a clean protest. So I'm going in the courthouse now. I will be tweeting throughout the day to let you know what's going on. Well, welcome back to another Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. This is a take five and I promised I'd be back again today. We've gone through another day of the Freedom Trial. It's been day eight. Do I have a lot to tell you? Well, yes and no. They finally got to a bit of cross-examination from the defense. By the way, how did you love that intro? (laughs) How did you love that video? Isn't that just like CBC? bending over backwards to show their total obeisance, subservience to the COVID-19 authorities. And there she is, eh? Canada's version of Anthony Fauci, Theresa Tam, our chief medical officer, who's always spouting the propaganda from communist China. She did it all during COVID. And... Here she goes again with her mask on and saying, oh, it's, you know, it's one way to reduce the threat. What a nonsense. What absolute nonsense. Even though we all know that wearing the mask is not going to help you reduce the risk of getting COVID or any other viral disease. It goes right through the mask. We all know that. In fact, we know it's dangerous to wear a mask all day. We're breathing in germs and carbon monoxide, and the material in a lot of these masks is toxic. So it's not reducing any threat, it's adding to the threat. She's repeating falsehoods, and there they are, lined up with their masks on, and a CBC reporter, good CBC reporter, says, oh, isn't it wonderful that you're all masked up? Isn't it unfortunate that our politicians and people on the streets are not wearing masks. How stupid, how stupid can journalism be in this country? That stupid. You want to know one thing, though, about this freedom trial? It's the trial against the Freedom Convoy, but specifically it's targeted Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. It's completely unnecessary. They should not have been charged in the first place and for what they're charged this could have been resolved in a day in a summary trial not not one this long this is originally booked for 16 days it's going to go for at least 20 and i i said yesterday i'll say it again today the way things are going this could last into mid november and it's embarrassing every day it's embarrassing for canada to have these two peaceful protesters put on trial we look like an authoritarian regime a third world dictatorship and that's exactly what canada has become under the auspices and the dictatorship of justin trudeau so what happened today well we had a lot more minutiae raised of course we had a lot of videos shown but you know what's fascinating what's really fascinating is i haven't seen a single video that the prosecution or defense has raised that somehow supports the idea that either of these two people were inciting anyone to mischief, to disobey the police, to be an obstacle, to be violent, to bother anybody. It's repeated time after time after time, no matter who you're listening to whether it's Tamara Leach or Chris Barber or other members of the Freedom Convoy, they consistently and constantly tell people to be peaceful. It's incredibly important, they keep repeating, not to exercise any violent protest, not to be violent, not to disturb local residents, not to disobey the authority of the police. That's what we're hearing time after time. So what is the point of this? Why are we going eight days now and we're nowhere near halfway finished? Nowhere near halfway finished. What is this benefiting? Once again, people are making money off this. And I tell you, I think the prosecution wants to drag this on as long as possible because it's a lot of money. It's really, and it could have been resolved very quickly. One of the classic moments today, there was a video shown of Brian Peckford, former Newfoundland and Labrador Premier, Brian Peckford. He was Premier of that province from 1979 to 1989. Very prominent Premier because he was feisty, he was principled, He was never afraid to tell you what was on his mind. And he was one of the fathers of the new constitution, the repatriated Canadian constitution. He was one of the premiers who signed it along with the prime minister at the time, Pierre Trudeau, and the other premiers. And he was one of the premiers that approved and signed the Charter of Rights. So I think he knows something. And I think we should probably remember him as an historical figure. He came out to support the Freedom Convoy in February 2022. Now, when this video was shown, the police officer present said she couldn't positively identify the individual as Brian Peckford. Same thing was said by the prosecution. The judge said, you don't recognize Brian Peckford? Do you even know who he is? You you don't recognize this man. She was just dumbfounded that they actually were going to play politics with that one. Yeah, it was Brian Peckford, all right. I think we all can admit he was there. <laughs> he was at several news conferences. He was a great help and assistance to explaining what was going on. And he repeatedly said that the invocation in the Emergencies Act was completely inappropriate and unjustified. And he made that comment several times. So clearly he was a vital part of that. So it goes on and on what's happening. It's over for the week. I will be back in the next few days with other issues. We've got a lot of things happening here in Ottawa and I'm, I'm going to touch on those in a minute, but next week, I hope, We get to some of these residents in Ottawa who are complaining so much, apparently. Because if we hear from them, we're going to hear from the residents who weren't complaining. I talked to a woman on the street today who suggested they might have done this trial with a jury in Ottawa because everybody in Ottawa did not object to the Freedom Convoy being in town everybody in ottawa did not suggest it was a massive inconvenience everyone in ottawa did not pretend it was an occupation an incredibly stupid description of a peaceful protest whether that's the truth whether that's a fact or not it really doesn't matter it is what it is it's being adjudicated by a judge be assessed by a judge so far, I think she's been quite fair. I've been saying that every day. So I'm not really worried about the judge. Now, I think the prosecution has blown it time after time that they, they, they have demonstrated gross incompetence as far as I'm concerned in not knowing sometimes what they're even showing. And I don't think they've got a shred of evidence to convict Tamara or Chris. I really think This is an outrage, and this is why every day when you sit there, you're thinking, why are these two on trial, and why are we doing this in Canada? Why do we have three governments who worked against these people, who worked against the peaceful protests, who tried to make them out to be terrorists, who tried to pretend they were doing something threatening and dangerous? Thank God the Freedom Convoy came to Ottawa. Thank God they raised the specter of continued COVID-19 mandates. And I tell you what, after that protest, the mandates began to disappear. But I'll tell you what again, as Theresa Tam and these these so-called spontaneous rallies across Canada for masking demonstrate, there's a push on. To bring back lockdowns, mandates, mandatory vaccinations, mandatory masking. None of it is healthy. None of it is good. We don't need it. The economy is barely recovering from the last rolling lockdowns in many cities across Canada. I tell you, I went to a Tim Hortons in Ottawa the other day that looks like it's still suffering from rolling lockdowns. They couldn't even provide lunch. And they had two kinds of bagels and a few muffins. And this is in the downtown core of Ottawa. There is still a lot of chaos that is a direct result, not of any freedom convoy, but of lockdowns instituted by the provincial government in Ontario, and it's the same across Canada. We are not going back to lockdowns, masking, and mandatory vaccinations. Everything points to that being a mistake. And don't let the authorities, don't let the health care Gestapo, and don't let people like Theresa Tam or a CBC reporter convince you that it's okay to do it again, that it's time to do it again. Because it's all based on falsehoods and it's all based on absolute crap. And it's time to say that. And let's have some politicians this time around with some guts to say, no, we are not going back to lockdowns. And we are not going back to mandatory COVID measures because it's crazy. We're going to continue to follow this trial every day that it's in session. I'm going to continue to provide you with updates. And as I said before, if there's any solace in watching this grievous operation unfold every week, it's only that it's a timely way to demonstrate that we cannot go back to February 2022 when the Freedom Convoy was in Ottawa fighting the mandates. We must continue to move forward. Thanks for watching today. I'm here every day that I need to be. And please subscribe to the station, support us financially, ring that bell, become a member because when you do, you beat Trudeau's censorship. You become part of the solution. You are resolving to resist and you become part of the stand on guard resistance. I'm in a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with buy me a copy, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today.